Welcome to the Owning Your Sexual Self podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Main, awesome wife and dog mom for life. I'm a sex therapist turned sex coach, and I run a successful business selling relationship enhancement products. I absolutely love talking about all things sex. So you can expect this podcast to explore all things related to women's sexual health because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you discover and embrace what brings you pleasure so that you can own your sexual self. If that sounds good to you, then keep listening and let's fucking do this. Well, 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 the time has finally come. (laughs) Only a year in the making of this episode, (laughs) but it's finally time. It's finally time for me to share with you all my psychedelic experience, or should I say psychedelic experiences, plural at this point, because of course it's been a year. (laughs) Oh, I have not really been secretive, right? Uh, If you follow me on social media, I have not been secretive about the fact that I am obsessed with mushrooms and believe so much in the psychedelic research that is happening and the decriminalization of psychedelics, mushrooms specifically. And today on this podcast, I am opening up and sharing my story with you all. And I even busted out my journal. (laughs) I have um, basically like a mushroom journal. (laughs) Every time I do a mushroom trip, this is the journal that I have with me. And this is where I write out my intentions for the trip. And sometimes during the trip, I feel inspired to write things out. And that uh, I'm going to share some things from that journal today. So (laughs) this this can get uh, quite vulnerable, quite um, personal, if you will. So Where do I even begin? I have no script for this episode whatsoever. I just knew that today is the day I'm talking about my mushroom journey with everyone. So my, let's see, where do, really, where do I even start? Okay. I was in a coaching program. This, this is where I'm going to start. Have I heard of mushrooms before? Yes, of course. Have I heard of psychedelics before? Yes, of course. Have I ever taken them? No. The only drug I've ever done in my life up until this point was weed. <laughs> you know, I smoked some pot. No, I smoked quite a bit of pot back in the day. And I took a Tylenol 3 once to get high in like high school or maybe college years. I don't even remember. Maybe once or twice. And I accidentally took a Tylenol PM during the day once that really got me fucked up and didn't even realize it. And pretty much that was that day on. I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. (laughs) I don't like this feeling at all. So when mushrooms was brought up and knowing that it's a psychedelic, right? It's, it's different to me than, than weed would be right. Or even drinking alcohol. I, immediately was like, no, not for me. Like, sounds scary. Don't want to have a bad trip. No, 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 not for me. And this coaching group that I was in, psychedelics came up quite often in our conversation. (laughs) Sex and psychedelics. This was my very first coaching program that I was a client in learning to become a sex coach. And, you know, we 
what I did not expect from this program was the amount of personal transformation that took place. And, you know, coming up in conversation, you know, my coach and then other members of the of this business program were talking about things like electric forest and burning man and things like that. And like taking psychedelics and going on these incredible journeys to where they had so much self-discovery happen and so much trauma healed and realizations and ideas and like all these beautiful things that at the time were all so new to me. But this was the first time hearing these people talking about it. This was really the first time that I was like, hmm, hmm, maybe, (laughs) maybe I could get behind this. And I'll never forget, I went downstairs after one of our calls and I said to Danny, I was like, babe, I was like, we need to do mushrooms. He's like, what? I'm like, I'm, I'm literally like the black sheep of my group. Everybody in my group has done psychedelics before. Like everybody has done mushrooms. I'm the only one. Like I am the prude of the group. And he starts laughing. He's like, all right. He's like, I'm down. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Because Danny, same for him. Like he's never really done any like quote unquote hard drugs aside from weed. And um, I think I think think just weed up and yeah up until our point of doing mushrooms and so we had talked about it and we're like okay so we're we'll do mushrooms together like for our first experience like we can do them at home we'll get a dog sitter and we'll have our first you know mushroom experience here at home where we both feel safe there's no you know no triggers of like having a bad trip or anything like that and so we set this plan up okay we're gonna do mushrooms um, in fact, the one of, <laughs> uh, oh, I can't go into too much detail here. I don't want to get anybody arrested or anything, but somebody sent us mushrooms, actually. Somebody sent us mushrooms in the mail for us to be able to try together for the first time. And it was somebody that I trusted. I knew, you know, they weren't going to be laced or whatever. And they instructed me to get myself a scale so I can measure everything out. And again, make sure I was going about this super, super safe. So I did all of those things. Still didn't take the mushrooms. <laughs> they just sat in our cupboard um, and they just stayed there because, again, fear, time, I mean, so many things, right? So now, speed up a bit. So I started that program in July. The following September, I was in a, I continued my work with my business coach. And I did a one-on-one mentorship slash six-month immersion and got a retreat with it. So when we are having our calls, we're talking through the retreat. And then she asked me, she said, what do you think about mushrooms? Like, what do you think about dabbling in psychedelics? And immediately I was like, I don't know. I'm scared. I then this would have been my first time meeting her in real life, like in person. Like I had been Zooming with her and coaching with her for a year at that point, almost a year and a half. And still I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I was like, you know, I promised Danny that we would do them together for the first time. And so I just, I would feel bad, you know, kind of going back on my word about that. And so she's like, okay, I want you to, She sent me some articles to look through and she recommended that I watch Fantastic Fun Guy on Netflix. So I'm like, okay, I will at least check out these things, like just further my education around this and 
I'll let you know pretty much is what I left it at. But really from that call, I was so intrigued. Again, like hearing her just explain it to me. I swear this woman could probably sell ice to an Eskimo. Um, She's just very good at what she does. And she's very good at hearing and listening to your concerns and making sure that it is something that is going to benefit you. And now, you know, talking about this experience in present time, actually just today, (laughs) um, it's, it's so interesting because she knew it was something that I needed before I knew that it was something that I needed. You know, when you think of imposter syndrome and self-sabotage and just parental views and societal views and all of these things that are pushed on us, views, uh, by views I mean expectations, she knew that this plant medicine would be something that would really, like really crack me open and allow me just to be in this space where all of that bullshit got turned off to allow the things and downloads that I was one, wanting to have and two, needed to be able to see happen, you know? And so after I watched Fantastic Fungi in this documentary, which that is my first recommendation for anybody that's curious about mushrooms or psychedelics, um, that show or documentary rather on Netflix really, really, really like made me excited about it. That documentary really was a turning point for me to be like, yes, okay, I'm in because on there, the man that is on there talks about uh, somebody that has anxiety. Hello, here I am at this time. Somebody that has anxiety watching this documentary. Somebody that had anxiety specifically about taking mushrooms, which was what made me more scared that taking the mushrooms was going to put me in a deeper state of anxiousness, <laughs> right? I didn't want to go into like a paranoia sort of phrase. And so I'm watching this and this guy is literally talking about how after taking mushrooms and after having these plant medicine experiences, his anxiety essentially was gone. There was another person on there that shared that their stutter had stopped after they did a mushroom trip. And I'm like, what is this sorcery? (laughs) What is a sorcery and why am I so against it? So I had to do that deeper digging again with myself and asking why, why is this so scary to me? And in the setting that I was going to be in, what possibly could have gone wrong, right? And so my, I watch this documentary. I have a call with her the next week and it's the week before I'm leaving for the retreat, I believe, maybe a couple weeks. And I tell her, I'm like, you know, I'm in. And I did mention this to Danny too. I was like, I think that I'm going to do mushrooms on this retreat experience, like in a ceremonial way, not to like, I'm not going on this retreat to like take mushrooms and get fucked up and like walk around the woods and shit. So I tell her yes. And I'm just like excited. Like I think then looking forward to this retreat, like doing this mushroom, doing the mushrooms and having this experience was like what I was most excited for. And you've heard me talk about this, this specific retreat again, again, this was a business retreat and I walk in, I'm ready to do the work. And everybody's like, they're like, Hey, just go chill out, go take a bath, go walk outside, like just go be, you know? And I was like, what is this shit? I'm here to get stuff done. Like, what do you mean? Go take a nap. Um, So anyways, I was very much looking forward to this experience. Now, 
I spent a weekend here with them. And the first night that I was there, we did a cacao ceremony, which I actually, now that I'm saying this, I will do a whole separate episode for you on cacao because that's a whole nother topic to talk about. And I think very helpful for y'all to know it helps open up your heart center. So we did a cacao ceremony that night. And in this journal entry, I'm going to share with you, I think I talk a little bit about the cacao ceremony, but we basically called in somebody of our past, somebody that we look up to, um, I guess past, present, or future is really what we were instructed to do. But at the ceremony, I called in my grandma who's passed. And for me, she's such an important piece of my life still to this day, even though she's been gone for quite some time. But she really helped raise me. She was my safety. She was my security. She was the person that if I was sick, I called. Like I called her to come pick me up from school sometimes. I called her if my dad was being mean, right? Like all these things, she was my person. And oof, did not expect to get emotional about that. Um, so I call her in to be there with me this weekend again because I was still having some nervousness around everything that was was happening. Being on a one-on-one retreat um, with, again, myself, my mentor, and another mentor of mine. And it was just, it, it, it was so incredible. And I'm going to get into the experience here in a minute. But we did this cacao ceremony and we went into a meditation and embodiment practice and we were basically blindfolded, all standing around different areas of the room and kind of just swaying, doing our own thing. And I felt the presence of my grandmother there next to me. I felt her, literally, I felt her touch me. I felt her as if she was holding onto my arm, just like extending that arm and letting me know that it's going to be all right. Um, she also, at this time, I heard other things come through from her, which I'm going to keep her, so I'm going to keep those to myself. But um, yeah, it was, it, it. I know I'm explaining it, but it's like just that feeling, that feeling of somebody that's no longer here being there was insane. And again, this was before even taking any psychedelics. <laughs> so here I am mind blown, like the first night of this retreat thinking like, holy fuck, if some, if some chocolate did this to me, right? Like essentially that's what cacao is, like purest form of cocoa. Um, I'm like, what is, what is this? Like what is about to happen tomorrow? So that, um, that again, I wanted to just give that story because that really just set the tone of like, again, what this experience and what this retreat looks like for me. So the next morning we are, it is mushroom day, (laughs) officially mushroom day. So excited. And again, had a slow morning and we again, got into ceremony. We did card pulls. We did ruins. We lit candles. We shared our intentions again and again and again. That is one thing about this experience. I set my intentions. I wrote out my intentions for this experience before I even left for the retreat, days before I left for the retreat. Then I wrote, wrote them out again, uh, then the day before the retreat, when I first got there, and then I wrote them out again that morning, um, right before going into the retreat. And so they were very much ingrained in me, what I was wanting from this experience, what I was wanting the medicine to show me. And it was, oh gosh, when people say like, when you've heard 
drug addicts or people that have done drugs, done drugs, done drugs, when you hear them say like, I'm constantly chasing that first high. And I've experienced this to an extent in um, like travel experiences, right? Like you go back to that si- that same place for the second time and it's just not as great as the first time or that concert that you see for the first time. You go to see this person again. It's just not as good as the first time, right? I feel like every experience after this weekend's experience has always been trying to chase that first experience, trying to see those things, trying to continue the story or continue what it was that I saw in that experience. And so we do our ritual and the first thing that they have me do is go into some breath work. So if you've never done mushrooms before, it takes about 45 minutes-ish for you to actually start to feel the effects of the mushrooms. And so we start with breath work and breath work can take, well, you can do breath work for however long, but I was in the breath work for about 45 minutes, I would say just long enough to where when I was coming out of the breath work at the end, typically you fall into a meditative state and you're just there just to be. And that's, you know, really when I started to feel mushrooms kind of kicking in. So the breath work alone was great. They brought, they did a sound bath with it. I experienced tetany, which is the tensing up of your hands and mouth and limbs. That was very scary for me at first, but then I realized like this is normal. Not going to lie. I definitely thought it was from the mushrooms and I thought, oh my God, this is about to last like eight hours. Am I going to feel this tenseness the whole time? Um, But it was actually from the breath work. When you breathe like that in the sympathetic and parasympathetic system, it triggers your body to kind of go into this tenseness. It doesn't happen for everybody, but it is definitely something that can happen. And so I go into this breath work and I remember turning over and I was on the ground. I was right in front of a couch and I'm looking under the couch and the carpet that was on or the rug rather had all these little like speckles in it. And I remember turning over and there was one little speck in the carpet. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to read the journal entry from this because I the journal entry that I'm going to read from you was literally like I was in my mushroom trip writing, writing all of this out. And so this one little speck starts to transform into all of these different things like it, the way I would describe it is, you know, when you're at a carnival and you're walking down just the main aisle of the carnival and it's like you see the booth where it's the water gun and you got to squirt it in the hole to get your thing to go to the top as quick as you can. And then you keep walking and you see, oh, here's all the balloons where you throw the darts at it and you got to pop pop the balloons with the darts. And then you keep going, and you, oh, here's the one where you throw the ball into the goldfish bowls and then you can win a goldfish. And then you keep going, to, oh, here I can get an elephant ear. And oh, here, ooh, I can get that lemonade with like the really, really, really sugary lemonade. And it's so, so good. It's my favorite thing at carnivals. And then, oh, here I can go on a ride. And oh, let me watch this ride for a little bit, going back and forth. I can, oh, this looks fun, right? Oh, okay. I'm going to get in line for this ride now. Like <laughs> that's how I can best describe a mushroom experience to you. And I remember being in the trip and, and thinking like I would come across something that maybe started to look a little bit scary. Like at one point, there was like this scary face on one of those, like you see them in front of car sales place, car, car uh, dealerships, right? It's like those floaty, those big, tall, floaty people that are like wiggling around. Like I saw that, but it, again, scary face. So I was like, ooh, I don't like that. So I would just like 
open my eyes and then close them again and it would be something new. (laughs) It was so crazy. But essentially what psychedelics does is everything that's going on in your subconscious, it brings it to your forefront. And there is some silly ass shit that goes on in our brains that we don't even know about or remember. And it was just so funny to me. So funny, like looking back and again, reading this journal experience. So I have this crazy ass trip going down Mushroom Lane, just looking at this speck on the carpet that's underneath this couch. And... (laughs) It just makes me giggle even thinking about it. So I have this, like I see my future, essentially. I see my fucking future going through. I see myself as a speaker on stage and I ask myself in my head, I'm like, but what, what am I speaking about? What am I speaking about? And the the voice just says, your story, your story. I'm like, but what do you mean my story? This kept saying your story, your story, share your story. I'm like, I don't have a story. Like, what do you mean? And that ended there. Clearly wasn't ready to hear that yet. I can share more on that in a bit though. But I remember one of my fears going into this was right after um, Danny had had his vasectomy. And one of my fears for this mushroom trip was that it was going to come up in my mushroom trip that I was actually meant to be a mother and that I should have actually had children. And I shared that. I shared that in my journal. I shared that with my coaches. And here's the thing about mushrooms. (laughs) Whatever you're thinking is going to happen or whatever you're maybe scared of what's going to happen, regardless, like whatever's on your mind about that experience is likely going to happen during that experience. Because you're, again, it's your subconscious putting into play everything that you don't see. It's your conscious mind rather taking your subconscious and putting it into play. So if you're consciously or subconsciously thinking about these things, they're probably going to show up in your mushroom trip. That's been my experience anyways, for personally. So I have this whole experience. I see myself again as a speaker. I see myself on the on these stages speaking to thousands and thousands of people. I see myself in a private jet flying all over. I see Danny and myself on a stage together speaking and training and cheering with other couples. And at the end of one of these visions that I had, I I actually I'm sitting at a table and it's after a talk, but I'm sitting at a table and there's all these books in front of me. And it, what, I, what I'm assuming now, because writing a book is one of my goals in life, writing books rather I should say, I believe that I was getting off of this stage and then I was going down to this table where I was then going to be doing my book signing. And this little blonde girl comes running up to me mommy, mommy, mommy. And I'm like, what the fuck? Remember I told you, I'm like opening up my eyes when I don't like what I see. I'm opening up my eyes and closing them and I close them and it just starts me right back into that scene. This little girl coming up to me and, you know, looking back on this, I remember going into a panic spiral. I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I was, I was meant to be a mom. I was meant to be a mom. I I fucked up. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to go home and tell my husband now that just had this vasectomy? Like, how am I going to go home and tell him like, just kidding, right? I actually want to be a mom. And I remember getting up, 
because I kept doing the opening eyes, closing eyes. It wasn't working. I was like, I got to get up. I, I actually have to pee. I remember thinking, can I even walk? I don't know. <laughs> like, what is happening? Can I, do I have ownership of my body right now? P.S. In a psychedelic journey, when you're doing mushrooms, you have full control of your body. <laughs> you can speak, you can walk, you can do whatever really you want to do. It's very, very different than being drunk, for instance, where you're kind of stumbling around. Um, mushrooms do not have that effect on people generally. Granted, I didn't take more than two grams of mushrooms. I've never taken more than two grams of mushrooms, so I'm not out here just eating handfuls and handfuls of mushrooms when I when I'm tripping. Uh, one and a half grams right now is my sweet spot I found out. So anyways, uh, so I get up and I go to the bathroom and I'm just like, I'm sobbing before going to the bathroom. I was just on this couch. I'm sobbing uncontrollably. And then I get up and go to the bathroom. I remember being a little bit scared in the bathroom for whatever reason. It just, I think it's because it was like a smaller room, but also probably because my body was already in this panic mindset. And I go to the bathroom, I come back and my coaches, you know, they were there too. They were there basically to, to monitor me and make sure that everything was going okay. They were there for my integration piece and they kind of checked like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm going through something. I'm in it. <laughs> and I go back to my couch. I go back to the same spot. I curl up back in my blankies and I go back into this. And again, hoping that the thing would pass What I did though, when I came back, and this is something that my coach told me in the beginning to bring something that, that feels like home. And so for me, I brought a blanket from home that very much like had our house smell, our dog smell, like that is, that is the smell of home for me. Like the smell of my dogs. (laughs) I don't know if that weirds anybody out, but I, I, I love it. It is so comforting to me. And so I snuggle up with my blanket and immediately I can smell the smell of home and I continue down this journey and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to see. And I am not kidding when I say this, my entire life in fast forward flashed in front of me, me speaking, us traveling, us being at our home, literally seeing my dream home, us standing on the back deck of our dream home, looking out into the ocean, watching the sunset with our dogs next to us. And this was us in our older life and there were no children next to us. And that's when I made the realization is that one of my fears about not having children was that we would be lonely. I would be lonely in in older age. But the fact of the matter is, in that vision that I saw, we're going to be lonely regardless, right? Kids don't stay a certain age ever, right? They're always growing. They're always aging. We're always aging. So at the end of the day, it's always just going to be me or the people that I choose to invest my time with. That's always who it's going to be at the end of the day there for me in in the long run. And when I came to that realization and when I came to see my life, sometimes with a child in it and sometimes with not, I realized that I've, I've made the right decision. I know in my heart and in my soul that I've made the right decision for me to be child-free and for us to be child-free. We've decided that together. And 
while seeing that in my first trip was scary, it made so much sense. It, it, it just, it really just puts so much into perspective for me to be able to see my life and what I envision for my life and how I want my future life to look like. It was incredible. And I, I think the mushrooms really for that, for that experience to give me that scary or not. And so I come home from this retreat and immediately I'm, I'm telling friends, right? Like, one thing that my coaches did tell me though was to keep my story my story until I was really ready to share it with the world. So I didn't, you know, write an Instagram post about this. Really, this podcast is the first time that I'm opening up entirely about my experiences with mushrooms. And that is partly due to timing, if you will, like just not getting around to it. And, you know, there are friends, you know, again, like people that are close in my life, they know that I've done mushrooms. They know that I do them now pretty regularly. And they know that I had an incredible experience. They know I I speak so highly of mushrooms at this point. So, but to get the full perspective, like, again, I'm going to share my journal entry from this with you all. This is, this is really the first time over a year later And I've done a handful of trips since then. Danny and I, you know, when I came home, I was really giddy about this experience. And so I wanted to do mushrooms together as as I originally had promised. But now I knew how to do them in air quotes correctly. I knew that I wanted to do them not to get high. I knew that I wanted to do them with intention. I wanted to do them with a ceremonial practice around it. And so to be able to bring that home and share that experience with Danny was awesome. And and the fact that I have a partner that is open and receptive to things like that, like what kind of crazy lady <laughs> comes home from this retreat and is like, okay, here's my crystals, here's my card deck, and now let's take mushrooms and let's journal, right? This was all so new to him, but he was always so much on board for it. And oh, I'm just, I'm so appreciative to have him as my life partner and to be able to share these things with. So, all right, let me, <laughs> let's get to this journal entry. All right. My trip. (laughs) Feeling it all and seeing what is possible. The trip started with an underdose, which was exactly what I needed. The breathwork took me into a state of stillness to the point of numbness. As the mushroom set in, my face and body felt tingly and stiff. As I laid there feeling the effects, I turned over on my side and found myself staring under the couch. The carpet seemed to be a pathway, something I had figured, something I had to figure out. After many minutes of zeroing in and out, in and out, I focused on a single speck. This resembled me. My journey had started. What will this speck experience over the next four to six hours? I clearly wrote this at the end of my trip. <laughs> the speck transformed into me being on a stage. A movie appeared in front of my eyes and I asked, what does this mean? Speaker, I'm meant to be a speaker on a large stage reaching hundreds of people from all over the world. But what? What am I supposed to be talking about? You. Me? You. Your life, your experiences, how you came to do this work. 
how this work has transformed your lives and the lives of those around you. That's what you share. Inspire those to take more action for their life. Specifically, their sexual lives. Channeling that energy to create more for their relationships. The spec then quickly transformed to a clown, to a tiger, to a funny face, to other things I can't really remember. To me, this resembled that this journey will be scary at times, but not for long. To be strong and lead the way and also to have fun while doing so. Then the speck morphed into me in my dream home. Standing on the deck, looking out to the ocean, the same view I often see during meditation. Then Danny joins me on the deck with his hand around my hip and we are as happy as can be. The life I just saw minutes before gets me to this life and I'm, that I've always dreamed. I came and drew this out in markers exactly as I remembered, which I did. My coaches brought colors and crafts and things like that for me to do during my mushroom trip because they wanted me to get the best experience possible. And I did do some coloring. <laughs> oh, I had to find that picture actually. Um, okay, continuing with the journal. Oh, then they also made me <laughs> made me go for a walk outside uh, because, you know, when you're on mushrooms, generally you want to be outside, you want to be in nature, you want to be with fresh air, with animals, with living, breathing things. And, uh, but I was not really having that walk. Like it was fine, but it definitely didn't make me feel much. Um, and also to speak to the underdosing, uh, they were so kind to get mushrooms in little capsules for me. So it was basically just like taking a capsule vitamin because I was also worried about the taste of them or them upsetting my stomach. And so originally they had gave me, you know, a handful of things, uh, capsules to take. And then, you know, an hour, hour and a half in when I really wasn't feeling much of it, uh, they were like, oh, actually (laughs) we need to give you more. You've only had about maybe like a half a gram at this point. And so you won't, not even a half a gram. So we want you like things might be feeling a little bit weird, but we want to like just tip over the scale of weird, you know? So, um, I ended up taking a handful more about an hour and a half into the experience. So, and after taking that handful, then we went for the walk to get our bodies moving basically for the, them to metabolize into our bodies. Okay. On with the journal. On our walk, I kept feeling as if somebody was following me. To me, this resembled that I'm meant to be a leader. And when I follow my calling, they will come. This also at times felt like my nan, my nan is who I called in the night before, with me for protection and support. Then the cows started to follow us. (laughs) That is a true story. There were two cows on the property. We stayed at this ranch and they literally started following us. I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, they know, they know we're high. (laughs) It was so funny. Um, to the point where we like found this random barn slash shed and we were considering like hiding out in it because the cows were just, they were coming in hot. Like they were very curious about what it was that we were doing. All right. I remember my coach saying that she underdosed me and then handed me a shit ton more of pills and I took them. 
Once seeing what mushroom land was like, I trusted it and I knew that there was more to see. I was no longer scared. I was a child again and I was feeling carefree. When we were back from the walk, sitting on the porch, I was challenged with the question, what if you stopped asking what if and just did it? Stop caring what everyone else will think. I thought I'd done this work, but it still continues to be a challenge. I was ready to be alone, so I came back inside to where I started my journey still. To be still. This is where my intense trip started. It felt as if I was at a carnival going from booth to booth to see what was next. Every open and close of my eyes was something new. It was truly magical. This is where I went down the journey of motherhood. Am I supposed to be a mother? I saw my life as a mother, and in the end, it was still the two of us. The thing that scares me the most, the thing that scares me the most is going to happen regardless. So why? Why am I choosing to not take that route? There's a reason. I couldn't get to it. I cried. I was scared. Shit. Am I supposed to have a child? Is the child I'm actually seeing me? I got up to go to the bathroom, said hi to the foxes. (laughs) I forgot that part. The walls in the bathroom like had a design on them and they looked like foxes to me. So I liked to say hi to them. (laughs) All right. Said hi to the foxes, came back and asked again, why? What is the purpose of my life? I snuggled my blanket and I instantly felt love. I felt his embrace. I saw all of our future joy and happiness and freedom. We travel, we love, we live life to the fullest. There's a reason we aren't alone in this. More and more people are choosing to not have kids. That's it. That's what we are meant to do. Teach couples how to have fun. Teach them how to keep each other a priority, how to connect with each other. Couples retreat. We can run a couples retreat in beautiful locations, showing couples how to love, how to have fun, how to connect, how to have better sex. We own a resort and people book to come to us. We work on our terms. We are serving others like the new age Gottmans. We can have it all. We can show others how to live fulfilled lives without kids, avoiding being the crazy clickbait couple who gets bored. (laughs) I had just watched Clickbait, that show on Netflix. Sorry, spoiler if you haven't watched that yet, but I wanted to avoid being that couple. (laughs) Couples without kids or couples who want to keep each other as priorities even when their kids are here. I teach the tools and he brings the fun and together we can deliver magical experiences. That, my friends, was the... (laughs) was the journal entry from my very first mushroom trip. So pretty personal as you hear all the things that I aspire to be a speaker, an author, own a couple's resort, all these things. That was in September. My next mushroom trip was a month later in October when Danny and I did it together for the first time. And since then, we have had several trips together, some of my most favorite experiences with one another, learning about each other, being vulnerable with each other, being 
scared together, crying with each other, laughing hysterically with each other, sharing afterwards what came up for us and doing the integration work. It has really, really been uh, such a blessing for us, I believe. Um, Recently, when I was at a a retreat not too long ago, we had to do a fantasy workshop and one my fantasy experience that came up for me was something that actually happened uh, during a mushroom trip with us. And I got to expand and take that experience that was already so wonderful and so great and incorporate and maximize on it and take it to the next level of eroticism and kink and fantasy for me. So I thought that was really cool to be able to come like that, a sexual experience from us being on this medicine together still plays such a huge, huge part in my mind. Um, and mushroom sex, I will say it's like, uh, it's like the, the energies that you feel. This was one of the first times that I experienced an energetic orgasm, the energetic energies that you feel with one another. And it's almost like you can read each other's mind, but you're really just reading each other's energy. Um, and having those sexual experiences, like, melting into each other essentially and just loving and so deeply and being so carefree and oh gosh yeah I'm like (laughs) getting all sweaty over here even just thinking about it now I need to go plan my next mushroom trip but um yeah again mushrooms has been such a such an incredible piece of my personal development journey being able to see into my future and understand what it was, getting better at setting intentions and trusting, trusting in myself. Um, Mushrooms also helped me not have such a huge fear on death. And sorry, this is going to take slightly a morbid turn, but it was, you know, just recently that I realized that we are all spiritual beings having this human experience And again, I've only done mushrooms when it comes to the psychedelics that are available in the world. And that's what I wanted to remember. How How to Change Your Mind is another documentary on Netflix that is actually pretty recent. Um, And they talk about, I believe, ketamine, MDMA, psilocybin, which is mushrooms, and another one. There's like four episodes and they go over four psychedelics on there um, and how they're being used in research and basically how they can change your mind, (laughs) Uh, which is pretty, pretty great to change your, change your mind and change your life essentially. So since then, since taking mushrooms, you know, you've heard, you heard last week with Kelsey, us talking about microdosing. And I did want to share because since, since doing mushroom trips and now microdosing on a daily basis. I do do a microdosing protocol that I take every single day that I found from Kelsey, who I had on the podcast yesterday. This is a blend of mushrooms that have really, really changed my life. I've been taking them since June of this year. I'm recording this in October, so a few months now. Taking them consistently since June, and I stopped everything else 
all other meds and things that I were have been taking since starting this mushroom microdosing protocol. I have not had to take any Xanax. That was something that I was prescribed as needed for anxiety. I've not taken a single pill of Xanax. I've not had an anxious situation to the point where I felt like I've needed to leave the situation immediately and get safe or anything like that. And generally that's what my experience was like when I experienced anxiety. So I will say (laughs) mushrooms have very, very, very much changed my life, changed my life. And I wanted to share, I will link this again, but the supplement that I take every day is called the Thrive Mushroom Supplement. This is something that Kelsey makes herself. And I wanted to read it, read it a little bit about you. Now, these mushrooms that are in here are not magic mushrooms. They're not psilocybin. These are mushrooms that you can basically get from Whole Foods if you wanted to, but they are all packed into these capsules. So there is lion's mane. Lion's mane contains the nerve growth factor, which is primarily involved in the regulation of growth, maintenance, proliferation, and survival of neurons. It stimulates neuroplasticity, supports cognitive function and memory, and acts as dementia protection. Lion's mane can help relieve menopausal symptoms, help circulatory and respiratory systems, and relieve oxidative stress. Expect expect balanced mood and mental clarity. It also has cordyceps. Cordyceps mushrooms are a natural energy source, an anti-fatigue adaptogen. You can say goodbye to the need for morning coffee. Cordyceps elevates ATP, providing endurance and stamina. These mushrooms are a polysaccharide, probably said that wrong, which supports sustainable energy without the crash. Cordyceps enhances the body's natural metabolic I'm sorry, metabolic systems and supports healthy libido, kidney function, and augments, augments oxygen uptake. These mushrooms are used to support athletic performance. There's also reishi mushroom in this. The reishi mushroom, respectfully known as the mushroom of immortality, works as an anti-anxiety, antidepressant, stress-reducing powerhouse. Reishi helps regulate hormones, protecting I'm sorry, promoting calm and restful sleep. Reishi improves good cholesterol and blood sugar and strengthens the immune system. Known to improve longevity and in humans and animals, reishi supports overall wellness. There is also shaga. Shaga is an adaptogen high in antioxidants that promotes gut health and alkalinity. (laughs) Chaga protects the immune system as a potent antiviral and enhances overall immune response. This mushroom contains calcium and phosphorus components, which helps to strengthen cartilage and bones and fight chronic inflammation. Chaga has been used as treatment for diabetes, certain cancers, and heart disease. Two more. There's tremella mushroom. Tremella contains high amounts of polyacridite, yeah, going to mess that one up again, and vitamin D. This mushroom has the power to reproduce, I'm sorry, to reduce apoptosis, that is the natural cell death for human growth and development, helping to avoid saggy skin, weaker bones, and joint stiffness. Tremella can inhibit the development and spread of inflammation, fight off inflammatory diseases like heart disease, high cholesterol, and tumors. Tremella has been proven to inhibit tumor growth and prevent cancer cell development. And the final one, turkey tail. 
Turkey tail is an excellent source of cellular nutrients packed with antioxidants. Turkey tail reduces inflammation, enhances gut health, and helps balance hormone levels. Recent studies show that turkey tail mushrooms can help autoimmune disorders and stop cancer growth cells, cancer cell growth. Literally, you guys, this is the Thrive Supplement. She has two others that she offers. The Thrive Supplement has all of the mushrooms. The other two, the Restore and uh, Focus, only have a few of those mushrooms, but they are capsuled for you. You take one a day, and they have made such a difference in my life, in my sleep, in my focus, in the amount of brain fog that I no longer have, in my anxiety, I mean, I cannot speak highly enough about this experience. And then, as I said, I like to dabble in some psilocybin experiences pretty much every uh, couple months. (laughs) Monthly, I wish, but, you know, every couple months is where, where it's at for me. So I hope this was fun for you to hear. I hope that you learned something. I really hope that you go and educate yourself on mushrooms and psychedelics and all the things in between, plant medicine in general. And I'm I'm so happy I finally did this episode. Uh, This is going to be such a great resource for people that come and ask me about my mushroom experience and what it was like and everything, you know, same, same reason why I recorded the podcast about the feminine embodiment uh, retreat experience. It's like, it's so much that It just doesn't do anyone justice when I'm like, oh yeah, it was good. You know? Oh yeah, I love mushrooms. Yeah, the retreat was great. You know? It deserves explanation. It deserves detail. It deserves for people to know. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you as always for listening and continuing to listen to this podcast and sharing it with your friends. I truly, truly appreciate you all. Of course, if you're listening, uh, take a picture, tag me on social media, That is one easy way to help me spread the word about this podcast and the work that I do. I love you all so much. I'll see you next week. (laughs) Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. And if you loved it so fucking much, be sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see you next week. And until then, keep owning your sexual self.